welcome back to another episode of We Making It Woo, your weekly look at all things. Oh my gosh, friend zone, I'm so sorry. I made a tagline way too close to yours. But this is a weekly look into access to success so we can all what progress. If you want to know what success looks like in your 20s, well, just keep listening. If you want to be a part of the conversation, please be sure to email me at Katie smiles.nyc Katie because it's my name smiles because what my smile is always cute nyc because that's where we add uh I did basically take the structure of the friend zone's tagline to create mine friend zone I love you I hope that's not stealing I hope that this is citing a source um and I can totally change a friend zone if you feel in any way gypped yes so what happened last night we I can't even really say what happened last night because that'll like ruin the surprise. But let us start the conversation. Uh, please let me know how you felt about the immigration conversation with Bo. That was a really special interview. Um, so let me know how you felt. I am really, 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 really excited to be here with these really lovely people. So usually I would like to start with like, this is what we're going to talk about. But guys, we're really talking about something that's happening like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode will be out tonight so you'll actually like hear it in real time so i've had the privilege of working with jasmine hearn who i actually have talked about on the podcast a few times i've cited you for a couple of things i think um i've had the pleasure of working with jasmine hearn since um last summer and now we are in the production week of collective terrains an evening crafted and curated by jasmine hearn and Tatiana Tenenbaum. So we're totally going to talk about this evening and like give you some nuggets to get you ready to be up in the what place. Yes. <laughs> so without further ado, special guests, can you introduce yourselves? I'm Tatiana. Hi, Tatiana. Hi. Hi, I'm Jasmine. Y'all, we making it big time. <laughs> we are here and it is official. So let us jump right into it. What, how did this partnership happen to craft this night? Um, well, uh, Collective Terrains is like a mini residency um, brought to us by Dance Space Project. Um, and it was Lydia Bell, who is actually also a co-curator and organizer of Collective Terrains. Um, she came up to Tatiana and I after Dance Space Project um, had us already to share work um, only maybe a year or two from then, from now, rather. Yeah, I think I'm leaving things out. <laughs> no, that's fair. Okay. We both had shows. Mm -hmm. um, they were... A few months apart. Yeah. And we were also starting to meet each other, starting to have other yeah. connections. We have both worked with Athena Kokronis, mm -hmm. who is an amazing costume and domestic. And performance artist. Yeah. Shout um, out to Athena. She she made mm -hmm. our costumes. And so <laughs> within the domestic performance agency, um, her own studio space and ways of uh, making and sharing art and process. Yeah. So there was a bit of collective training happening yeah. <laughs> um, already. Um, 
Yeah, and we were at uh, Urban Bush Woman Summer Leadership, Summer Leadership Institute. Institute. Yes, I saw you both. And we, oh yeah, and then we were uh, we had a chance to sing together. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first time we had a chance to sing together. Yeah, it was right after we had both spoken to Lydia. We knew this was going to happen, but I don't think we had much of it sort of assembled. Right. Yeah. So our conversation took a kind of like embodied. Uh, iteration mm-hmm. on a roof in the Rockaways. Yes. Okay. How, th- so in my experience, which is very limited, and uh, so that's why I want to open it up, What is how is curating the set of performances, because it expanded over two evenings, if you aren't aware, two it, weeks, two weeks yeah. uh, in two shows with work from Jasmine, Tatiana, Sumita Sinha, and Tendai Kumbe, and Greg Purnell. Yeah. And Greg Purnell. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the, how is that responsibility as, um, how was that, res- how was navigating that responsibility of crafting the night in addition to you operating as choreographers and singers and then like in your own work? Yeah. What was that like? I mean, I felt like it was super complicated, um, but a really beautiful experience. I think that we, um, Lydia, Tatiana, and I had a chance to like really have conversations about what the priorities of this gathering, these series of gatherings were gonna be. Talking about intimacy, vulnerability, what does it mean to like not know as you're doing something or trying to do something? What does it mean to um, be able to be witnessed in those moments of, um, finding your languages and finding um, the ways that you communicate. Um, I quote Joy, commit with um, finding languages that bring me most comfort, because I only can speak of my own experience, but it was such a like a rich experience. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think we made a decision early on to, um, to curate only the four artists mm-hmm. rather than we could have we could have we could have done anything. done a, a lot of things um but <laughs> almost yeah as it as it turned out um and with all but we have 18 people mm-hmm. between us uh Samita was working with Ten? yeah so there was there were quite a lot of folks in the room yeah and it felt like enough um and we wanted to go deep and we wanted to build the relationships between the four of us um and we and I'm so grateful that that was our decision because mm-hmm. what came out of that just was more, I think, had more depth than if we had thrown together multiple evenings of multiple artists who we wanted to support. I don't think we would have gotten the the long-term uh, conversations. Yeah, and, and relationships, ways of uh, also we um, Tatiana and I both know both of these, are ta- Tendai and Samita and very, like, um, other kinds of ways right. so ways for relationships to shift and then for um mm-hmm. folks to come together and learn from one another right. it's been a really awesome experience like co-facilitating some workshops with yeah, um right. all that was really special yeah just being able to just really listen what folks are steeped in where are the parallels and also where are the moments where we're like how can we just learn from one another right mm-hmm. And it sounds too, but I'd love for you to elaborate on how has this um, quartet of things inspired and um, offered 
into your creative process that you're currently going to show this weekend? Mm. If any, if any, <laughs> I'd like to keep it open. Mm. I just feel like we talked about very similar themes. Okay. Um, or just themes. And then we all rode on, like, rode different waves on those themes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And seeing the work we all shared a week together in December, mm-hmm. we've just been practicing sharing space for a mm-hmm. while now, mm-hmm. since the fall when we all came together for a conversation. Um, and that's kind of awkward mm-hmm. at <laughs> first, but you, but like we've just had enough times of the coming together wasn't just the performance, is what I'm trying to say. We've right. we've had many different times to to practice that and to explore that. So each time it is richer and. Yeah, every time with, with Samita's work and with Tendai's work and Greg's work, I I would be like, ooh, I'm also doing that. Oh, wait, I'm also doing, like, right. I kept finding, yeah, threads. Yeah. And with your work, obviously, which many people had already been telling me, like, there was so so much between our works and our worlds, and, and I still feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, yeah, and just the ways of just also um, sharing witness uh, the role of being a witness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all, all of us have like at least offered, hey, I can just be there for you to just sit and watch and listen. Um, so even just being that role within somebody else's work or work that um, they conjure with others, yeah, I just think it's really important. And what I think is so amazing about all of this is because I get to see, I get to watch all of you guys, uh, both as choreographers and like managers of things but also like in your own work and I think it's super I think it's super inspiring because I think you guys have done such a great job to create community in the piece that I am in but also in the piece that I've seen with Tatiana and so I think it's super a little crazy but like also just super inspiring that you've been able to create community in this process amongst yourselves and then bring that to all the collaborators as a way to continue building community I think Mm -hmm. that's I think that's pretty radical, right? Like, um, we speak, I think, at least as a dancer, so many teachers are all about the community mm-hmm. and, like, how you're building <laughs> this thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, girl, I'm going home. <laughs> I hear you, but I'm, t- I'm mm-hmm. going home. Um, but how something as simple as being there for someone to run something or just to have a second set of eyes and then to put that moment into what we're going to talk about next, which is the piece, how that really um, rounds the conversation. It really makes the concept of community much more tangible mm-hmm. for me. Uh, and then when th- for me, when things become more tangible, they not only become more accessible, but they become more fun and more real. Uh, it just, it feels less than a word. It feels more of like this experience, um, speaking of embodied practices. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> can we talk a little bit about the impetuses for these creative process that people will witness this weekend. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> mm. Oh my God. I don't know. I think uh, lineage is just a is just a word <laughs> that feels um, like it's it's very much in the questions of what I am making, um, both like literally and conceptually, but through the work making, like I've been over 
just a little bit more, um, what's the word, uh, naming that I am pulling from the works that I've made into the next works and that, that kind of, um, this idea of like newness and, um, the next shiny idea, like that, that, that I'm kind of doing away with that. And that in, instead I'm, as you're saying, I'm, I've been working with some of these people, as I'm sure you've been working with some of your collaborators for many years. So we are almost like pulling through sometimes literal melodies, um, and, and ideas, but also kind of getting rid of what we feel like we don't need anymore and trying to, um, be more specific and about what we all need so that we can we can get to the work that we're that we feel called to do mm-hmm. and that's all very vague but uh specific mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow I was gonna say, no I actually think that's quite specific yeah mm-hmm. gotcha. yeah uh I th- mm. so this pe- you think you fancy uh is an atta- an attachment to the solo that I was I've been doing kind of for the past year ish, um, yeah I was making a solo in a bedroom, and I shared it at Draftworks and I received some comments on it um, how it was shapeless, um, and I was like wow hmm. is that is that something I should be worried about, <laughs> um, so there was just this like this. A lot of experiences with being um, making something by myself again. Um, I've had really beautiful opportunities to work in collaborations and duets. And Shook, um, happening two years ago almost, yeah, two years ago, uh, was uh, my first time being in group work. So that was another opportunity to be. Um, I realized that I wanted to be around people uh, that I really wanted to learn from. And I also uh, was on this kick of watching Living Single. Um, and I just remembered how much I watched this show as a kid and being sad and, like, identifying with Sinclair. It was, like, this whole thing. And so I was just like, what does it mean to, like, um, understand what role I may play in a community of, like, mm-hmm. black femmes? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've been raised by, like, a coven or a village, my my village would probably identify more with that word, but of uh, folks who like cared for me um, and my mother, amazing, and my dad, great. Um, but like these people who were like, who were just there, just like always, just like ready, like um, Annette, just ready to like extend a little further, um, mm-hmm. feeling like I I got caught, um, sudden, and most of the time in such support and love. Um, and then, but I wanted to see what would happen with being with folks who I only get to see once in a while in this like weird postmodern performance thing that I get to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like wondering how to be in rooms with folks and people who show up and people who I always end up like kind of brushing by. I invited folks in the room and then I just wanted to see what would happen Um, if we got caught in some themes about home, about what does it mean to be of use, um, yeah, um, what does it mean to possibly be a hoe, how do we hoe ourselves, um, yeah, and just expanding on some of the themes that I were, I was able to just sit in by myself, 
um, in the solo, but then like, what does it mean to um, share it with others? That was like a non-linear way of sure. explaining. Sure. Mm. Um, what I think is most interesting about both of you guys' pieces, having been in process, but watching, but also just like being, like being around both of you, is this desire to go deeper into this, um, Tatiana, you referred to that you referred to it as this thing you feel called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I think about this deepness or this seeping, I think a lot about my relationship to vulnerability. Um, so I want to ask, how have you guys been able to navigate that? spot for yourself as you get deeper let me be clear <laughs> as I've gotten deeper some things have come up that I'm like um mm-hmm. yeah, that's just, this is about deep as I'm gonna go today uh, and I catch you tomorrow um just because of uh, and only because like there's a part of me that's like I don't want people to witness that because I haven't even figured out how to witness that so like <laughs> let me take a pause and watching you guys I always am in awe because I'm like do they do they do they feel like that? Do they get nervous about being seen in these like weaker moments? And when I watch the work, it doesn't seem like it. Or when I obviously mm-hmm. when I work with Jazz, I'm like, she's just a she just don't. And not to say that she does not care. She is so full of this or in such ownership of a thing that to be witness is just that. Mm-hmm. But how do you guys not only navigate that for yourselves, but then navigate um, uh, support? given that you do have so many collaborators? Um, I'm just thinking about a few things that were said yesterday. Um, One was uh, said by Rebecca, basically um, right before we we were circling up and she was like, I I just feel like there are no mistakes in this piece. Um, And we're all like, yeah, (laughs) that's right. It's like, it's how you navigate. Um, And... Hmm. and then this conversation uh, Saul was also bringing up this like relationship to showmanship or performing for um, how to be really honest with um, who who we're doing not not that it, it feels it's great to perform I feel like being witnessed and the energy that you get from an audience is one of the most generous things that you can experience mm-hmm. but how to let yourself really come from your desire around that and not some sort of other motive. Um, so we've been just kind of talking, discussing that. Um, so those are some sort of like conversations we have. Um, but then also I think there's just been such a trajectory in my group. Um, like it's not only happening in rehearsal. There's also an out of rehearsal building of relationships. Um, before, so when we when we met, met at the SLI with mm-hmm. the Urban Bush Women, um, that was an amazing experience on many levels. Um, it was the first time that I had done the Undoing Racism training, um, and I sort of brought that back to my group in in my body. But you know, it wasn't until this process that several of those people asked me to if they could also do the workshop together. So mm-hmm. there was a whole there was a whole thing that happened with members of my group that you know it's not in the rehearsal but it's in it's in our relationships and it's in the deepening of our questions and also I think that kind of conversation about 
the work that each of us is doing and how that may not be the same for everyone in the group. Right. Um, and really, I think that bleeds into the work in that someone may be doing their thing and that means that they're not going to be communicating with you in a specific way and that but they are there and they're present um and I think that has that has really grown the work in an amazing way um this idea that we don't all have to be in agreement to be present Mm -hmm. yeah um Speaking of what did it mean to like uh, perform and be in performance and be seen, um, I believe that I am my most powerful self when I get to perform, and that's performing almost anything. Um, and so that's something that I navigate. And when I get when I am witnessed, sometimes I feel like um, there is an exchange. Other times I feel like. Uh, I get completely drained um, and consumed. And other times I feel as, and sometimes it's all of these different kinds of um, ways of experience on a spectrum. Um, But being able to share how I've been able to access or just be available to um, ancestry and spirit to speak, as well as um, for me to listen to some of my own memories and ways of um, going through rather than um, always practicing disassociation or ways of distancing um, my, my um, understanding myself my, from my body and my sensation. Um, and so just to be transparent, it's just it's an ongoing experience. And I love singing and I love making sound and mm-hmm. I love um, writing and I love moving. And I feel like those are moments when I can... Um, be in places that I'm not, uh, uh, to just be in places that I feel a little bit like I'm flying or soaring. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share that with others, and I, I understand it to be deep work, and sometimes I don't understand it because I live in it so frequently. When I share it, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, not everyone wants to write about this. Not everybody talks about how they feel. Not everybody, <laughs> like, they're different. Um, people have different mm-hmm. boundaries. Mm-hmm. So what I always try to just say is that there's no right and there's no wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, uh, what does it mean for us to ju- for us to, the piece is actually a collection or a constellation or a spider web of solos. That's how they started, like solos, and then we get together in all these different moments of trio, quartet, and group, as y'all know, because y'all see it. Um, but in that in that way of being together, I first want us to listen to our centers, um, our histories, our histories, our ways of being with our own truth before we connect out to others so that um, there's always this constant listening to possibly what is it that the individual needs um, and ways of taking care of yourself to take care of others. Mm-hmm. Um, these are different things I've also learned from other teachers, from other experiences and companies. Um, I think being able to, right now, I think I'm doing too much and I'm tired all the time, to be honest, like most folks. But um, mm. there's this, uh, there's me as a performer, there's me as a teaching artist, and there's also um, as a choreographer, a director. So I think that being able to be um, quite frequent in all these things kind of at once at this moment, even though it's not sustainable, has allowed me to just have um, ways of listening a little differently 
maybe because I just finished being in residency with someone, I'm like, oh yeah, this is how it feels when there's not or when there is. Um, I feel like that mind is, all the minds are on, all the hearts are on. So I hopefully, I don't know. And I, I think I really want to check in with folks after just yeah. to see how like it is going and what how was it to navigate. Yeah. So there's more understanding for more learning or just more listening for more learning. And if you didn't know, we're totally going to do a post-show episode. I mean, obviously, you know, New York City and, and timing and schedules. Um, <laughs> please let the people, so let me do the plug because I'm going to be there too. You need to come and see us on the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at what time? 8 p.m. At Dance Space over there at St. Mark's Church is actually the name of the thing, right? St. Mark's Church in the Bowery. You know, we'll kick it. We'll hang out. People that want to follow you guys, give us a plug. How can they find you? They're uh, both on Instagram, by the way. Instagram at Jazz Lynn. Um, also, the Facebook. And I have a website. Um, yeah. Uh, also, there's a publication in Connected with Collective right. Dreams. Yes, and yes. it's a beautiful publication, Lydia. You did a great job with the intro. Everybody writing from, like, I don't want to count names because I don't know all the names, but that was a yeah. beautiful publication. And if you come to the show, it's $5. Mm -hmm. If you can't or are not able to, I hear you. Uh, $10 online. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to shout out uh, Denise. Oh, my God. Because yeah, thank we you. just brought it up. Uh, Denise Shumay did an incredible design. design. Um, Shout out to you. It's in a. It's a really yeah. amazing takeaway. I think just more residents used to do this. But also, Tatiana, why can't we find you? I also am on Instagram and Facebook, and I also have a website. And my name is spelled with a Y, Tatiana. Yes. Yeah. So as always, guys, I want you to make it live. I want you to make it breathe. If you find it so. <laughs> convenient maybe make it deep and make it vulnerable but as always i just want you to make it bye guys bye y'all bye